Hello everyone and welcome or welcome back to the Things I Wish I Said podcast. Um, I have no excuse to explain my absence other than things are rough. <laughs> things like just totally got crazy since I last recorded. Um, so yeah, when the last time, you know, I ever was on here, I was kind of starting my internship. So I've been in my internship now for over six months working with children. Uh, and that's been really draining. Um, kids have a lot of energy. And so with the mixture of schoolwork and working with kids, I find that the only thing I end up doing after hours is watching TV. But don't worry, I have been nonstop thinking about this podcast and the people who continue to listen and come back when I do upload. And I've had all these great ideas in my head and I've gotten ready to record multiple times, but I just would get in my head a little bit. I don't know if I have actually ever uploaded something about imposter syndrome because it's been so long that I have recorded anything. Um, But I tend to get imposter syndrome where I just feel like, who am I to be saying anything for anyone to listen to? So for a while, that's how I felt. But um, I've just been doing a lot of a lot of work um, on myself and a lot of work with other people. And I'm learning that, you know what? I have a talent, I'm skilled, and I want to explore that. So anyways, for those who are new, this is a mental health podcast. I am 26 years old, and I am in the process of getting my license to become a licensed marriage and family therapist. And so I'm currently getting my degree, I'm gaining hours, and then I graduate in a few months, and then who knows where it's going to take me, but I'm looking forward to it. I love mental health, I like lifestyle, I like food, so this podcast is just a little bit of everything. Um, I used to do this thing where I would take out like a card from this game, and it would usually be like a topic about mental health, and I would talk about it, but I moved, and I have no idea where that box is, so I don't really know what we're going to be talking about today, but I felt positive, and I felt confident, so I figured, why not? Um, Yeah. So one of the things that I've been wanting to talk about on this podcast again is about relationships because that was one of my favorite podcasts I have ever made and it also seems to be everyone else's favorite. Um, That's the one that I've gotten the most um, listens to. Was that even a word? Yeah, right? That's the one I got the most listens to. I don't know <laughs> if you are someone who remembers my podcast. I went on a whole venting session about how I feel like I need to retake like English. Like I need to go to a speech therapist because I don't make sense sometimes when I talk. But anyways, I that was the one I got the most downloads. We'll just play it safe. Ow. So I do a lot of research on relationships because... I think it's something that I want to work with. I think I want to be a couples therapist. I'm a big fan of communication work 
and just learning how to surround ourselves with other people and have as much peace as possible because we don't realize how much other people affect our day-to-day and it's not possible whenever I'm gonna be honest like when people say they want to be unbothered and that they you know like they don't like who cares about other people think like do you be alone like f everyone else but I don't know I don't that's not my approach right I would love to I always talk about how I would much rather not care I would I love being alone like I take myself out all the time but from my opinion and my approach to problems in life I think that everyone has human needs and having healthy relationships doesn't have to be intimate Um, or romantic but having healthy relationships is a part of life it helps us grow Um, it helps us have fun it helps us have purpose and so I think that that's the main thing right so you don't have to stick around and, and hang out and be with someone who's not healthy for you just because being in a relationship is important or having healthy relationships is important, but you can take time to yourself and work on you and working on helping yourself so that you can find that right person for you. And again, that can include friendship, that can include a partner, whatever that is for you. It's just eventually you're going to have those cravings for human connection. So I'm a big fan of just trying to figure out how can we understand ourselves so that we know what it is that we want from others, right? Because if we don't know what it is that we want, then that's when we become a little bit unhealthy, um, when we can't communicate our needs to others. And when they don't meet those needs, then we get upset. We get stressed. We have anxiety. We get depression. And so you have to do the work. So that's kind of where I come in, right? Um, But I do want to work with relationships and I also will say I've had a lot of unhealthy relationships in my life and I think that that's where my desire and need has come to figure out why. (laughs) Why do I attract like, like, you know, you you know what I mean? And so I'm currently healing from multiple disruptions like in my relationships where I've people are no longer in my life and it's very sad like I will say it is something that is not an easy thing to go through Um, but with that being said because of it I'm obsessed with just trying to understand more because at the end of the day when you're going through something you don't want to be reminded of it constantly but at the same time you don't want to put it away and like pack it up and forget about it because it's just going to follow you in your next relationship so I'm doing a lot of inner work to understand what it is about me how I show up and you know my part in a bad friendship and a bad relationship so two maybe like a semester ago I had to do a research project about a topic of mental health that I'm interested in. And so what I decided to talk about is about unhealthy relationships. Why is it so hard to leave an unhealthy relationship? 
And in my last podcast, I called it toxic, right? Um, Because it is what it is. It's toxic. Like, but I am trying to be more mindful of what I call things. Uh, I think that we tend to get very, like, label heavy sometimes in our society. And, you know, I don't know anymore if I want to label things as toxic. I mean, it is. So I don't know. It's just my own my own thing. But I do try to be careful with that because I don't want to claim that energy that I've spent most of my life engaging in toxic behaviors. So let's call them unhealthy. Um, so yeah, that's what I decided to do. And with a lot of research, I came to the conclusion that it has a lot to do with your attachment style, right? So for people who are very into their mental health, they probably know what that is. For those who are just listening just because, I don't know, and you don't know what that is, that's a whole thing, right? Attachment is basically how you, it's like how you connect and bond with someone in your life, like someone that you love. This is not necessarily, I'm trying to make it as simple as possible because that could be a whole episode in itself. But the way I understood attachment style from when I first learned it is basically when we're kids, our parents, those are, that's the people who we connect with at that moment, you know, as a child. And so our relationship with our parents basically reflect our relationships with other people as we grow so depending on that relationship you had and the way however you attached to your parent is likely how you're going to attach to others if you don't address it and work on it so there's healthy attachment styles and then there's not so healthy attachment styles right so basically with my research a lot of it came down to being anxious okay an anxious avoidant style or even a anxious, insecure. There's a lot, right? And I'm not trying to be a, a, a teacher right now. But what I just want you guys to understand is that this doesn't mean... Okay, there's a lot going on here, right? So the research shows that a lot, a lot of the time, people who can't seem to let go of a relationship that doesn't serve them is because they have an insecure attachment style. That's what we're going to say. Insecure attachment. I'm not going to go into anxious versus avoidant versus this versus that. Insecure. Insecure attachment style. Sometimes if you have this attachment style, you tend to be fearful of rejection. You tend to be fearful of rejection Wait, did I just say that? Oh, I did. Fear of rejection, fear of abandonment, um, fear of just not being in control of what's happening around you in your relationship. And so you'll do everything in your power to keep that relationship, even if it's unhealthy, even if your partner's cheating, even if they are like not treating you right, even if they don't serve you any purpose. So because you're afraid of that abandonment and them leaving, you'll do everything you can. And so in my situation, this is kind of where I feel like I I stand. Um, I just don't like, I don't like people leaving. Like I have a hard time adjusting to change. Um, And, you know, I just feel like you get to know someone and you build like a life with them and again this is for friendships too right you build these bonds with people these attachments to people and then you just don't want to let it go no matter what you'd rather be in pain 
rather than letting that bond go. And so the research kind of showed like ways to get over that is to again be mindful, check in on your attachment style. Um, what is it? You know, go to therapy, talk to a friend, do your research, listen to this podcast, whatever floats your boat. But basically, being aware is the first step, especially if you find yourself in this situation where you cannot walk away, right? And they also say to hang around people who have a secure attachment. Um, Talk to people. If you have any friends who are in really healthy relationships, and again, not everything's perfect, but perfect and healthy are two different things. So if you have anyone who's healthy in your life that are in a relationship, or if you have anyone in your life that's in a healthy relationship, kind of like observe how they respond to conflict and how they communicate and it's good to see real life experiences. If you're like me and you don't necessarily know a lot of people who engage in healthy relationships, um, teach yourself, check in with yourself, learn how to increase your self-esteem because that's where it all comes back to is your self-worth. Question yourself. Why is it that I'm afraid to leave this person? Is it love or is it an attachment style? Are you holding on because of fear of someone walking out of your life or are you holding on because you really want this person and you want to make it work like there's just so many questions to ask yourself and even if you do love that person and you want to make it work why what is it that they give you that one you can't give yourself and two that you can't find in someone else whether again if that's a friend or not because I've found that there are these situations in friendships too. I think that people have problems with boundaries and we become so involved in our friendships that they almost become like relationships um, with like a partner or someone that you're romantically connected with, if that makes sense. Um, so this is very, very broad. And this year... We just have to be making better decisions because, oh man, like sometimes it's just necessary. Um, and another thing that a lot of people just don't tell you is that you can listen to all the podcasts you want. You can feel confident. You can do the research. But a lot of the times you're not going to walk away until you physically and mentally and emotionally are left with no choice. And you don't want to get to that point. So you want to get to the point where you do it because it's your choice. And it's okay if that doesn't end up happening. You can still take control and learn from that experience. But it's just important to understand sometimes. And then I saw this TikTok, right? And it was like, I'm in my dumb bitch era is what it said. I'm done being aware. I'm done doing research. And I was like, man, maybe I should be in that era because it just seems great to not be aware. So I'm like in this moment where I'm like, okay, I can't be someone who's trying to be a therapist and isn't aware of myself because that's all that they have me doing is like, who are you and what do you want and what are your pros and cons and flaws and whatever. And it's so annoying because it's like sometimes I don't want to think about my, my issues, right? But at the same time, if I want to invite new and better energy, I have to be aware of my desires, my needs, um, and myself because I'm not perfect either.
Um, I, you know, having that insecure attachment, it affects a lot of stuff. It affects the way you communicate with others. It affects how you handle conflict. And, you know, one thing that the research showed was that people with anxious attachment styles or insecure attachment styles, they tend to either like avoid conflict by and not bring up things that they see um, or feel because they don't want their partner to get upset and leave. Or they're very like hands-on, like very upfront and we'll say it like it is, right? Because then there's also the other type of insecure attachment that's like, I don't want, like they push people away. Um, And that also is unhealthy. So kind of to conclude that, it's like if you want to become more of a healthy attachment, you have to date someone with a healthy attachment too. Um, You can't be two people who have an insecure attachment style dating because it's just going to be a mess (laughs) if you're not aware, right? Because if you become aware and you guys work, it just takes a little extra work in a relationship. And people don't acknowledge that no matter what, it does take work. And I don't know, people are just so obsessed with acting like, it doesn't, like, why do you have to try hard in a relationship? It should just be easy. It should just work, and that's not the case because everyone has something. Everyone has some type of thing that is within them, like a trauma or just disappointment, and sometimes that comes up when you least expect it. Sometimes you don't know your triggers, and so you, sometimes you do have to work hard. It's if you want that benefit, right, If you want to be happier and you want to feel more in control, you have to do the work. And it's doesn't, it's not easy, it's not quick, and you're constantly still doing it. Um, You're constantly still doing the work, even when you find that new energy in your life, you know? So that's kind of just like my update. on some of the stuff I've been doing, I realized that I think I want to be a couples therapist and I want to work with personality disorders because it's more to, you know, unhealthy relationships than an attachment. There's other things that can um, play a role. It could be a financial thing. It could be just so much. Um, And dating someone with a personality disorder also is big. Um, And so I just kind of more like I'm so intrigued um because like I said it does relationships do impact you no matter what people say um I mean some people are distressed a little bit less than others but you you don't want to be distressed like to the point where you're miserable every day that's not anyone's goals for life um so it's just been a really eye-opening last half of 2021 and beginning of 2022. And I hope you guys like found this helpful. I know it wasn't extremely detailed just because, I don't know, I just, it just, I would need to have a whole bunch of stuff in front of me to remember everything and I don't want to give out wrong information. So I'm just being pretty, pretty vague. Um, but I think I made my point and it just means... If you find yourself unable to leave an unhealthy relationship, question why. You know, uh, and the reason why I chose this topic also was because 
with social media, people, it's a joke. Like people make light of it. Um, being in toxic relationships and stuff like posting all the crazy things you do. And yeah, some of it's funny. It's hilarious actually, but at the same time, it's triggering when you see it and you realize, wait, this is my life. This is what I'm doing. Um, and so the reason why I did this was because we had to choose something that is like kind of like, um, like a big problem in our society. And this is one of them. And we hype up people who are toxic and stuff again because it's funny it's clever it's smart it's just it's hot like people think you know what I mean um but it's not at the end of the day it's not that great it's not fun um because when it catches up to you and you realize that it takes forever to heal um this is getting pretty depressing, but my point is, is that it's, people make light of it and it it is funny, but don't be fooled by those videos and definitely do the work. You know what I mean? And that's why I think the people who do make those videos are mostly joking because I don't think, unless you've healed or moved on and kind of grown from something, I don't think you're going to be putting it out there because it is triggering because most likely you found something after you did something that was toxic. So it's like, I don't think people who are actually like hurting in the moment are posting those things. I think maybe people make things up. I don't know. I can't, I can't really say, you know, but just reflect on that. You know, it takes time. Be, be, what's the word? Um, be easy on yourself, you know, do things that you love do things that bring you joy, find your inner child, and just, again, don't beat yourself up for not being able to leave unhealthy relationships. Don't beat yourself up. It is something that without awareness and without doing the work, you may feel like you're like dumb and stupid. Like Again, all the comments on social media like, you must be dumb, or you, like, you're an idiot, like, it's like, that's, yeah, maybe we're a little bit dumb, but it's not something that's intentional sometimes, it's something that comes from a lot of other things, and a lot of pain from the past, and disappointment, and expectations, and not knowing yourself enough, and it's all a learning experience, and so I just say that to say, it gets better, and this got long and I hope it's good enough because I, so I have a new setup. My brother has like a great, um, like video game setup and has like this really nice mic and like this chair that twirls. So I'm just like twirling back and forth, but I'm not talking to the mic. So I'm like, hopefully it doesn't sound bad, but I had so much fun recording this and I hope that I can make time. Oh, so let me, you know what? We're going to keep going. This is my first episode back. I don't care if it's too long. So I'm trying to also not drink anymore. So I'm trying this. It's called Kin. Kin Euphorics. From, it's like a brand also from Bella Hadid. I think she's like a co-founder. 
or whatever and it has stuff in it that's supposed to boost your mood and give you like a natural buzz and so i've been drinking that and i will say i will say it is the reason why i'm doing this podcast so that's good news um because i had a pretty like rough day i had to report um like i had to basically without giving too much information because that's scares me that I'm gonna get like fired for ever saying anything basically you just had a rough day working with kids is not easy you have to be very aware you have to put them first and make sure that they're safe and you know you have to be mindful of the things they say and what they're telling you is happening in the home as a mandated reporter so that should say that it's been a difficult day and then I had class and then I just was gonna like chill but then I drank this Ken Euphorics, I think it's called. And now 25 minutes into this podcast, I'm like, whoa, where did I get this energy from? Where did I get this confidence from? Overall, 10 out of 10 so far. Um, it's expensive and it's definitely not something you're going to be drinking all the time because, again, it's expensive. But I think it worked. I think it did what it needed to do. It gave what it needed to give. I'm just kidding. I don't even know what the actual... It did what it needed. I don't know. Um, what was I going to say? I had to step away for a second, and so it just really like kind of messed with my flow of whatever I was trying to to do here. But yeah, I hope everyone's doing good. Happy 2022. I've, oh, another thing I was going to do, I brought out my mic to record a podcast for my one year anniversary because I've had this podcast now for a year and it's the one thing I know that I am going to excel at. I love doing these podcasts. I love talking. I love getting my thoughts out. I love people listening and like enjoying it, hopefully. Um, yeah, I like want to record another one and upload it again, like with it. I don't know. I'm not making sense. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm drunk. Wow. I think I'm lit. I'm just kidding. But again, it's really good. Hmm. I would love to know what other people want to hear on this podcast. Actually, I already have some, like I said, I already have like a list of things I, I throughout my journey in life within the past like six months that I've wanted to share with you guys. I'm back. I, I don't know if it's going to be consistent, but I'm back. And this was the first start. And I hope, like I said, I hope you're doing good. And thank you for listening. If you've made it to the end, thank you so much. Um... All right, well, thank you for listening to the Things I Wish I Said podcast with me, your host, and I will talk to you on my next episode. Bye.